Hey, Pastor Jer here. Before we get started, I wanted to give you a quick heads up that we had some technical difficulties when recording today's episode. Because of that, the sound quality is not going to be as good as we would like. I apologize for that, and I thank you for bearing with us. Now stay tuned. Daily Gains coming up next. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Daily Gains. We are looking at Psalms 38 today out of the ESV, and this is Pastor Joseph Ann. I'm Pastor Jerry, and it's a good morning. <laughs> and we're here to worship with you. Amen. You ready to go, brother? Yes, sir. Okay. O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, and please don't discipline me in your wrath. For your arrows have sunk into me, and your hand has come down on me. For your arrows have sunk into me, and your hand has come down heavy on me. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. And there is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. And there's no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head like a heavy burden. They are too heavy for me. For my iniquities have gone over my head. They are too heavy for me like a heavy burden. My wounds stink and fester because of my foolishness. And my wounds stink and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate all the day I go about mourning. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate all the day I go around mourning. For my sides are filled with burning and there is no soundness in my flesh. For my sides are filled with burning and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and crushed. I groan because of the tumult of my heart. I am feeble and crushed. I groan because of the crushedness of my heart. O Lord, all my longing is before you. My sighing is not hidden from you. O Lord, all of my longing is before you and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, it also has gone from me. My heart throbs, and my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes also has gone from me. My friends and companions stand aloof from my plague, and my nearest kin stand far off. My friends and my family stand aloof from my plague, and my nearest friends stand afar off. Those who seek my life lay their snares. Those who seek my life lay their snares. Those who seek my hurt speak of ruin and meditate treachery all day long. Those who seek my hurt lay treachery and meditate on it all day long. But I am like a deaf man I do not hear, like a mute man who does not open his mouth. But I'm like a deaf man and I don't hear. I'm like a mute man and I don't open my mouth. I have become like a man who does not hear and in whose mouth are no rebukes. I've become like a man who doesn't hear and in whose mouth there is no rebuke. But for you, O Lord, do I wait. It is you, O Lord, my God, who will answer. But I wait for you, O Lord. It is you, O Lord, my God, who will answer. For I said, only let them not rejoice over me who boast against me whenever my foot slips. For I said, Only let them not rejoice over me, who boast over me when my foot slips. 
For I am ready to fall, and my pain is ever before me. For I am ready to fall, and my pain is ever before me. I confess my iniquity. I am sorry for my sin. I confess my iniquity, and I am sorry for my sin. But my foes are vigorous. They are mighty, and many are those who hate me wrongfully. But my foes are vigorous, and they are mighty. Many are my foes who hate me and seek my life. Those who render me evil for good accuse me because I follow after good. And those who render me evil for good accuse me, for I seek good. Do not forsake me, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Do not forsake me, O my Lord. O my God, do not be far from me. Make haste and help me, O Lord, my salvation. Make haste and help me, O Lord, my salvation. And that concludes all 22 verses of Psalm 38. May God bless the reading, hearing, and living out of his word. Amen. Amen. This, um, this psalm we have to look at in light of the fact that in a fallen world, we are going to be guilty of our own sin, mm-hmm. and we're going to be accused of sin, of, of committing sin. Mm-hmm. falsely the, mm-hmm. you know, sins that we have not actually committed and this this psalm lays out a pattern for us and how to respond not just in both situations but in the situation that's more common where both are present where I have both sinned and what I'm being accused of goes further than what I've actually done what I'm actually mm-hmm. culpable for it, you know there's there, at least for me and what I've seen with my with my little guys is there's a tendency when I am being accused of sin that I've done, I respond one way. Mm -hmm. And when I'm being accused of something that I haven't done, I respond different way. But what we see here is a singular response. It's the same response, whether David is saying, and I love the way he says this, my wounds fester and stink because of my foolishness. Mm -hmm. This is my sin. And I I just laid a big up mess here and it's stinking. Or it's the people who render good for evil because I pursue good, whether they're angry and they're laying a trap for me. They want to see me fall. They know I'm near falling and they want to push me over the edge and they're willing to say whatever, whatever they can to see me take that tumble. My response is the same. And it hearkens to that passage in Isaiah where it says that when Christ was accused, he did not open his mouth. That's what David's saying here. He says, there's no rebuke in my mouth. I don't have an answer. It's as if I can't hear the accusations coming. And it's very definitely, I'm not going to answer them. Not to the accusers around me and not to the people around me watching. What I'm waiting for is for God. And see... I would say that he's not giving the accusers power. Like there's a, an expectation in our culture that anyone who asks a question deserves an answer. Um, I find it interesting when <clears throat> media, whether it be social or you know major news outlets, are engaging with individuals, asking them personal questions, not for the goal of helping them or assisting them or even journeying with them but just to get a response or a reaction. And that's what I think about here from these accusers. They're just looking for a reaction. You know, they're looking to see you break. They're not looking to offer aid. They're not looking to offer support. 
They're just looking for you to fall. And they're not trying to report the news. They're trying to create the news. Correct. And, and that's one of those tough things because we naturally want to defend ourselves. And in this case, absolutely, as you're stating, I don't need to defend myself. I've, I need to ask for forgiveness. As you know, verse 18 says, I confess my iniquity. I'm sorry for my sin. There's two halves there. And we really need to wrestle with that when it comes to sin and asking for forgiveness as a confessing. And then there's the actual I'm sorry, right? It's not just I'm sorry, and I'm not really going to talk about what I did, or I'll tell you everything I did, but I'm not really going to say I'm sorry. There is this record. Right. I'll cop to it. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Okay. <laughs> Right. Yeah, can we move on? It. I agree. Exactly. I did it. You own it, but you didn't ask for forgiveness. Like you're not sorry. You're not broken. And often our culture encourages one versus the other. I mean, I've even had bosses tell me, don't apologize. Like, just keep moving. Like it shows weakness. Don't do it. And you're just like, well, what? Like, I offended my sibling in Christ. I should apologize. Um, and that those leaders were more in the world, but still, um, it, it is one of those things where we view it as weakness as opposed to viewing the ability to be transparent and vulnerable with God as strength and opportunities to outgrow this old man and old nature. You know, I, I really do question for David as well as for ourselves, where's the accountability in our lives and why is it missing from this text? Um because there is a space for those to hold us accountable. But then also when it comes to his desire to get close to God um, for salvation and for, you know, don't forsake me, don't leave me. What is it that causes us to leave him? Because he is sure. leaving us. Like, it, you know, you know, there's a, an old nature, an old habit, a desire that we're following that causes us to be like sheep and wander from our shepherd. And we often view it as he left us when in reality, he didn't go nowhere. <laughs> I'm the one who walked over that hill. Like <laughs> I did it and didn't realize there were wolves on that side. Um, and he's not here. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where I want to encourage us today to be vulnerable with one another so that we don't get so far from him. Um, Absolutely. You know, so that we don't get so lost. And on the flip side, also making sure that we are vulnerable with them so that as we confess and we're saying we're sorry, so that we build into our lives ways to grow as we draw close to God, as we embrace forgiveness, but not making a habit of sin and not making the haters the ones that I look to engage with. Like They're not going to help. <laughs> and so there's a difference here. And I wanted to make that clear. Don't... I yeah, completely. Um, it's it's interesting to me that we're going to the last psalm that we will cover in this um, in Daily Gains ninety is going to be Psalm fifty two. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's there's a recognition here in Psalm thirty eight that echoes something there in Psalm fifty two, and that's that David recognizes against whom he has sinned. He says in Psalm 52, against you and you alone have I sinned and done this great wickedness in your sight. Here in the beginning of the first verses of chapter 38, what he's saying is, I'm under righteous judicial mm -hmm. punishment from God. 
But I, I don't like the way that the ESV has translated this. My sins have gone over my head because that right. sounds like I don't understand it. <laughs> what he's saying is they've overwhelmed me. Right. They're coming like down on me like a wave crushing yeah. me. And your hand is crushing me down. You have smacked me down and said, no, wrong. Get down, get back in your place. And it hurts and it's crushing me. And it is taking everything out of me. My life is wasting away because you have said to me, you have indicted me, you've handed this down, oh God, and said, that is sin. And that's what's killing me here. And because I recognize that my sin is actually against you in your sight, the natural response is that I will be silent in front of all these people because whatever I've done in front of them, pales in comparison to the fact that I'm standing before a holy, righteous God who is saying guilty. And I have to deal with that first. And I have to wait because either my salvation and my vindication is going to come from him or I'm going to stand here trying to sew my own fig leaves together against him. And fig leaves against the whirlwind of God's holy fury, fig leaves lose. And for us, as believers, what we must run to is the fact that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Because Christ has borne the penalty for our sin, which God has indicted us of, Christ has borne that penalty. We can stand before God. And the accuser of the brethren, Satan himself, who comes and says, do you see this one? Do you see what Pastor Jared, do you see what Pastor Joseph did? They're guilty. God says, yes, they are guilty, but that's been paid for. And because of that, you and I, when we are caught in sin, can run back to God and say, Lord, save me. Lord, forgive me, because we're not under the threat of being cut off. The only way we get cut off is if we don't acknowledge our sin. And I'm sorry I'm going a little bit long, but I think that in a, in a case like this, we have to go to the gospel. We've got to go and say the application of the gospel when we have sinned, when God is judging us because of our sin is to turn back to him and say, I don't have any excuse. I am guilty. I'm sorry. Please rescue me. Mm. And the beautiful thing is he, he will. Amen. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. The very last verse. Haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. Oh, such beautiful, beautiful, precious words. Psalm 38. O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. For your arrows have sunk into me, and your hand has come down on me. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head like a heavy burden. They are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate all the day I go about mourning. For my sides are filled with burning and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and crushed. I groan because of the tumult of my heart. O Lord, all my longing is before you. My sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, it also has gone from me. My friends and my companions stand aloof. 
from my plague and my nearest kin stand far off. Those who seek my life lay their snares. Those who seek my hurt speak of ruin and meditate treachery all day long. But I am like a deaf man, I do not hear, like a mute man who does not open his mouth. I have become like a man who does not hear and in whose mouth are no rebukes. But for you, O Lord, do I wait. It is you, O Lord, my God, who will answer. For I said, only let them not rejoice over me who boast against me when my foot slips. For I'm ready to fall and my pain is ever before me. I confess my iniquity. I'm sorry for my sin, but my foes are vigorous. They are mighty, and many are those who hate me wrongfully. Those who render me evil for good accuse me because I follow after good. Do not forsake me, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. May God bless you today as we go do the work that he has called us to do. Go live on purpose. We'll see you this afternoon.